Good evening everyone, hope you're all doing well and hi to anyone that might have stumbled across this recording. I do hope that you find this um, of interest and that in this time of turmoil and change that you might find some solace in uh, the message that, that you receive tonight. For those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Laura. I've been at Faith Church for around six months with my husband Dave and my two girls, Lily, who's four, and Grace, who literally just turned one at the end of March. Around Christmas time, Mike asked if I would share a message and some thoughts in the April Sunday evening service. At the time, I thought that he might forget or he might change his mind. As you can tell, uh, he clearly didn't forget and he hasn't changed his mind. Although I'm sure when he did ask me, he wouldn't have expected it all to happen this way and I would be sat at my kitchen table recording myself with my iPhone. But there we are. So before I begin, I'd just like to pray. Um, so, yeah. Lord, I just pray that as I sit here um, going through my notes and contemplating what you want to say to us, I just pray that you'll use me as a vehicle for your word. It's not about me. It's not about my anxiousness and my anxiety as I sit here trying to record myself. But I pray that it is um, all for you and to glorify you. Lord, I just pray that you will be with us in this time. And as people listen to this message, that they will find some comfort um, in you and that we will see people come to know you in a deeper and stronger way. Amen. Well, I've had a lot of sleepless nights recently. Um, having a baby will do that, but during that time, God has used that quiet space to speak and lay things into my heart. And I hope and I pray that these will be an encouragement as well as a challenge to all of us in the coming weeks. So, even though it's been several months of God planting these thoughts and threads into my devotional time, it's taken this last week as the world has begun to lock down um, to draw these threads together and provide some context to what I think God is trying to share with us right at this moment. Um, I wanted to start with a reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, verse 29. I'm going to start and read from the English Standard Version. He sent two of his disciples saying, go into the village in front of you, where on entry you will find a colt tied uh, on which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks of you why you try untying it, you shall say, the Lord has need of it. So... Those that were sent went away and found it just as it had been told to them. As they were untying the colt, its owners said to them, Why are you untying the colt? And they said, The Lord has need of it. And so they brought it to Jesus, threw on their cloaks over the colt. They set Jesus on top, and as they rode along, they spread their cloaks on the road. As he was drawing near, already on the way down to the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. 
And some of the Pharisees in the crowd saw this and said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the very stones would cry out. So today is Palm Sunday, the Sunday before Easter week. It celebrates the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem and it's well documented by all four gospel writers. This day was the start of the fulfilment of the greatest promise that God made his people right at the beginning of time at the fall of man. God promised and assured his people that he would send somebody, his son, his one and only son, to save men and redeem them to him. A final sacrifice once and for all. As I began to reread the passage in the various Gospels, it reminded myself of this and reminded myself of the story of Palm Sunday. I was reminded that God is a God of promises and assurance, and more now than ever, we need to remember that He never fails, even when we cannot always see God's hand. We must trust in God's heart. Assurance is the def the definition in in the dictionary is a positive declaration intended to give confidence in a promise. And God is a God of promises throughout the Bible. Um, often in times of turmoil, we, we look to places that maybe don't provide us this assurance. And so God has challenged me to look at these places um, and really kind of come to a decision about where we should really place our assurance and where we should look to um, when we're struggling or finding things difficult. I think we have three places that we look for our assurance when the world feels bleak, scary or unfamiliar. And as we look at these places, I hope that you'll see that some might be more fruitful than others. So the first place I think that we might look to, quite often it's the first place I tend to look, is to ourselves. It's really popular in the current millennial thinking to look to yourself to provide and be the source of all happiness. If you want to have the latest iPhone or gadget. You just work harder, work smarter, be the provider and you can have it. According to market research, the self-help and self-improvement market is worth $9.9 billion in 2016 and it's estimated to grow to $13.2 billion by 2022. These books fill, are full of advice on how you can learn um, to be your own provision, to fulfil your own heart's desires. But here is the kicker. If the root of happiness, of full assurance, would be found in ourselves, then why is the industry continuing to grow? Surely if we look at ourselves and we find all the answers we've ever, ever needed, clearly no further need for more books, more podcasts, more CDs. However, when you look at for assurance in yourself, what really happens when you look in that mirror. When I look in a mirror, I see imperfection. I see blemishes, I see spots, I see freckles, flaws and scars of previous experience. The history of our lives directly played out on our flesh. When I look in the mirror, I'm reminded of the disappointments, the times when I've let myself down, when I've been unable to provide or achieve all that I'd ever hoped could be possible. I also see my limitations, my body certainly can't do what it used to be able to do when I was younger and fitter. I also see the lack of resource. All in all, I just see what is lacking. So if I'm looking to myself to provide assurance and steadfastness, I'm not going to be fulfilled. 
I'm never going to feel the peace, the God of promise, the promise of the Bible is just never going to be in myself. So let's take a look at the second place that we might look to for assurance, and that is in the world. My phone tells me the average number of hours I spend looking at it, and I'm ashamed to tell you this is always running into hours. That is hours of my day spent looking and consuming what the world has to offer. Well, right now, there isn't much the world that can offer me. With restaurants, cinemas, sports, theatres all on hold or closed, all the things I might look to for distraction or vindication and that assurance of things just being normal, they just aren't there. When the world is on pause, where can I find my assurance I need for the issue I'm having right now? How do I feed the need for acceptance? The tickets to the latest music gig, they just don't hold their worth right now. The world markets are relying on a stable and unshifting economy and that looks for assurance from its world banks but again there isn't much in the way of assurance in the world banks right now to support the economy. Romans 12 2 says do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is his good pleasing good will. John fourteen twenty seven says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives you, but do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So even Jesus is mentioning here not to look to the world for our assurance and do not let our hearts be troubled or be afraid, but look to another place. And so we come to the final and third place that we could look for our assurance and that is to the cross and to Jesus. The cross was God's solution to our sin. It was the sacrifice that paid once and for all. In the Old Testament prior, a sacrifice was made as a reminder of the sin that was committed and to atone for the transgression. But Jesus was the final sacrifice, not as a reminder of the sin that we've done, but as a reminder of the love that God has for his children. The death and the resurrection of Jesus was the completion of the promise that God had made his people right at the beginning of time and was foretold several times in the Bible prior to Jesus arriving. 500 to 750 BC. We see that this promise was foreshadowed in Isaiah 53 and Psalm 22. So Isaiah 53 verse 5 reads, But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so that we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid laid on him the sins of all of us. The Old Testament is full of God delivering his people and keeping all of his promises. So unlike looking in a mirror, when I look to myself for assurance in this uncertainty I come up lacking but as we can see in the bible my God has never failed he always fulfills his promises to mankind and to his children that he loves he promised a savior and he delivered the cross and that is the assurance I will only ever need in time of trouble the cross was God's seal or signature 
the marker that heralded it is finished. So on the days and weeks ahead, I suggest that we look firmly to the cross only for our assurance. Lay down your fears, your worries, your cares right at the foot of that cross and know that the answer to your very needs are all in him. If you want to know more about the cross and about the God who fulfills all promises, do feel free to drop a message to myself, laura.hendy at faithchurch.wales or Pastor Mike on mike.taylor at faithchurch.wales. We would love to get to know you, to pray for you and to introduce you to the God who is the God of promises. And I just pray that um, as you've listened to this message, that you maybe have some questions um, we'd love to answer for you. Uh, So as I draw this to a close, I'd just like to... um, pray and thank God for this opportunity to study his word. Lord, thank you for the cross. Thank you for your son who laid down his life as a sacrifice for my sin. Thank you for saving me, for delivering me from my sin and providing me with everything I could ever need. Lord, thank you that you gave us full assurance in you and in the cross. I pray for protection for everybody that listens to this message and I just pray that they will know a peace as they go into the coming week. And as we don't know what's coming ahead, I just pray that you'll be with us um, ever close in our time of need. Amen.